Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it. There's purpose planned for me And I will not die In the midst of my wars For there's victory in me And it's the anointing Of the oil that covers me It's by His blood I've been set free Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now, we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today's message is called From the Fish's Mouth. That's right, From the Fish's Mouth. And the foundation scripture is found over in Matthew 17, 24 through 27. And it reads, And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received tribute money came to Peter and said, Doth not your master pay tribute? Is he going to pay tribute to us? He said, Yes. And when he was come into the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute? Of their 
own children or of strangers? Peter saith unto him, Of strangers. Jesus saith unto him, Then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea, and cast an hook, and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money. That take, and give unto them for me and thee. Amen. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, and I just thank you for all that you are. I thank you for all that you do. Father God, we trust in you. We ask that this word that's spoken through my mouth is unhindered and unchecked by any outside force that is sown as a seed in everybody's heart that's listening to the sound of my voice, and that Holy Spirit that you have watered the seed and grow it up, and that we will get everything from the fish's mouth to finance projects, to finance the kingdom of God, to finance anything that we want to do by our bank accounts increase. We thank you for allowing us to give because it'll be given into us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give into our bosom. So we thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. From the fish's mouth. You know, Jesus didn't contaminate the treasury by paying taxes to Caesar. We see this in the foundation scripture of this message when he sent Simon Peter down to the fish of the sea. Jesus already knew that he wasn't going to sow his seed into ground that wasn't good. Instead, he got it from the fish's mouth. For those of us that are working on projects, paying bills, or even sowing into the kingdom of God, we must gather it from the fish's mouth. The word of God says that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Say amen to that. Amen. As a believer, you have dominion over the fish's mouth. He gave you dominion over the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, the beast of the field, and every creeping and crawling thing. Yes, you have dominion over the fish's mouth. The system of Babylon is under your feet. This means you can take what's yours from the mouth of Babylon, believe God. So write that proposal, use those gifts, offer that service, use faith as your title deed to grab what's yours. You don't even have to touch your bank account, just let it grow, just like the children of Israel. What do you mean, Pastor Michael? Let's go further. You know, when we look at the children of Israel, they journeyed and traveled with the spoils of Egypt. They spoiled the Egyptians, trapped in the wilderness, healthy and wealthy, not a feeble person among them. They didn't have to spend a dime. Their clothes and shoes grew with them. Yes, they grew in the wilderness. As they grew in the wilderness, their bank accounts did not run dry. Your bank account won't run dry. Now, I can imagine they increased in flock and cattle too. A revelation of this is God doesn't mind his children being loaded with wealth. He doesn't mind you being healthy, wealthy, or whole. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We just can't get addicted to mammon. The word of God in Matthew 6, 24 through 25 says, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to one and despise the other you cannot serve god and mammon therefore i say unto you take no thought for your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink nor yet for your body what you shall put on is not that life more than meat and the body than ramen hmm? it is the addiction of mammon that converts it to the hoarding of manna. Think about that. You see, we are not trusting in money. We have faith in our trusting in God, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. So it is God who will cause the fish to open his mouth, just like he commanded the ravens to feed Elijah. You will get that project done. It will be paid in full without you touching your personal bank account. Believe God. God said that he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 19. Woman of God, man of God, get it from the fish's mouth. I hope this helps you. I hope this blesses you. Be blessed. Amen and amen.
Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed. Hey, if you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered through the Word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email, prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. Out of all the things I am, 
everything I hope to be if you look into my heart there's a worshiper in me worshiper in me you Yes, you are God. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul, in the spirit, love to worship you. Don't you know we serve a holy God? I really love you. My, 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 my God. Oh, oh, oh. That's me, baby. I love to worship Everything I hold, you look into my heart. There's a worshiper in me. Everything I hold to be. If you look into my heart, there's a worshiper in me. I love this. Listen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And the worshiper is in me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and the worshiper is in me and the worshiper the spirit of the
Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now, we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today, I'm continuing with the series, Wake Up the Church. And this is part five. Now in the last series, I talked about how we must pick up our sword. And picking up our sword is picking up the word of God before we go into the dry place, before we go into the wilderness moment. When we pick up the word of God as our sword, we know that Jesus is our bread of life and we can totally annihilate the enemy from any type of attacks. Just like David did before he went into the wilderness moment of his life, he made sure he had a sword, the sword of Goliath. He took the sword of Goliath. And just like our Lord in person, Savior Jesus Christ, as Holy Spirit shifted him into the wilderness, he totally annihilated the enemy. He annihilated Satan with the word of God. Amen. The foundation scripture for this text is found over in Luke 4 verses 5 through 11. And it reads, Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. Somebody say, the net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. The title for this message today is Jesus Didn't Toil. Why should you? And let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just thank you for the word that you have put in my heart. Father God, I ask that you bless the people of God that's listening to the Leaders of Faith show right now, that you just cover them and their families with the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, that we do not toil, that you have your way in our lives, that we don't look at the circumstances, but we adhere to your word. For you have not given us the spirit of fear to toil, but you have given us love, power, and a sound mind to use the gifts that you have put inside of us so we toil not. For we are under the dispensation of grace. Jesus, we thank you for dying so we don't have to be in toil. Holy Spirit, I ask that you water this word that's sown into all of our hearts, that we will get something out of this word, that you will grow the word in our hearts, and that you will continue to guide us and lead us to all truth. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Jesus didn't toil. Why should you? Let's wake up the church. You know, as I was sitting in Starbucks the other day, I was waiting for my children to get out of school. And I happened to see this person walk into Starbucks and I said, hey, how's your day going? How are you doing? And how's work? Now, he immediately commented that work was hard. And I can tell by the look on his face. Now, this is like every time that I see him that he's a little stressed. It's a spirit of stress. So I asked the question, are you working in your gifting? You shouldn't be stressed out like that. I believe that's toil. Now, when you're working in your gifting, 
there's no toil then the person responded back that it's hard work i said well it's not toil it's a process i believe it's a process but it's not toil not when you're working in your gifting he said jesus had to toil he brought up that jesus had to toil to even go to the cross i said whoa whoa that's not true that is not true jesus did not toil going to the cross see whenever you're toiling that's under the curse Let's look at the word of God. Let's look at some scriptures to back this thing up. Let us see why Jesus didn't toil and you don't have to either. Turn with me, if you will, to John 3:16, And it reads, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay, so Jesus already knew that he was gonna die for our sins. There was a conversation made in heaven before the foundations of the world that jesus was the lamb that was slain his purpose was to come to the world to die for our sins so father god gave him this thing was already planned y'all he came and took the tea out of toil stretching himself wide on the cross going low first and then ascending high he buried that toil for you and me run the grace y'all but let us keep on going let's keep on reading let's make this case plain let us walk over to philippians 2 5 through 8 and it reads let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus who being in the form of god thought it not robbery to be equal with god but made himself a no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross so jesus came from on high he came from majesty he humbled himself even unto death all the way into the cross he did not toil because it was planned he took on the cross by faith and it was not toil look in order to not toil in this world we must become obedient to the death of our flesh by dying with jesus christ that's separating ourselves from the old man to the new man being dead in christ we are no longer under the curse of toil let us look over at genesis 3 17 through 19. now this is when god is pronouncing the curse over mankind because of the sin of adam and unto adam he said because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree of which i commanded thee saying thou shalt not eat of it curse is the ground for thy sake in sorrow shalt thou eat in all the days of thy life thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee and thou shalt eat the herb of the field in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground for out of it was thou taken for dust thou art and into dust shalt thou return so we see in this that toil was pronounced as a curse for the sin of adam but how many know that god has redeemed us from the curse of the law we are no longer under the law therefore we do not have to toil look the children of israel didn't even have to toil now we know that they made bricks without straw that was painful toil but they didn't toil in the wilderness they didn't toil as they were going to canaan they didn't have to pay for anything there was no walmarts in the desert place and he fed them quail and manna all they had to do was have faith and go out and get it god provided and they had to work faith there was no toil in that only the flesh wants to toil but let us keep on reading let's go over to matthew 26 verses 36 through 45. we're gonna look at jesus going to the cross see did he have to toil and it reads then cometh jesus with them unto a place called gethsemane and said unto his disciples sit ye here while i go and pray yonder and he took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy then saith he unto them 
My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. He said, get in position and watch. Pray here, get in position, get in that posture and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and praying saying, oh my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So he's gonna go win faith. No, I want this cup to pass, but nevertheless, at thy word, at thy will, I'ma go. I'ma go to the cross in faith. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and finding them asleep and saith unto Peter, what? Could ye not watch with me one hour? The toil was on Peter and the sons of Zebedee's flesh. They kept on getting sleepy. They couldn't stay up. They were toiling. The toil is in the flesh. Let's keep on reading. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. See that? And Jesus went away the second time and prayed saying, O my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Jesus still moving in faith, let thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. The enemy is doing work on them, making their eyes heavy. Don't even want them to pray. They toiling to stay up. And he left them and went away and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto them, sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. So somebody said this was planned. Now, Jesus did not toil going to the cross. By the spirit of revelation, the only toil that is seen in that scripture is Peter and the sons of Zebedee. The toil is in the flesh. Now, having faith, you don't have to toil. Let's go back to Matthew 26 and 38. Let's read that again. It says, Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tear ye here and watch with me. Notice he didn't say his flesh. He said his soul. Now the flesh, that's the part that wants to toil. That's the part that gets you in trouble. But you can't be controlled by your flesh. You see, toil will restrict you. It'll have you perplexed so bad that you'll want to go back to Egypt like the children of Israel did in that wilderness moment. It'll have you being in pride, saying, I don't think it's possible for me to use the gifts that God gave me. So I'm just going to stay at the job. I don't have the faith to step out out like Peter did. So I'm going to stay confined in this comfort zone and keep on making bricks without the straw. That's toil. Being controlled by your flesh will make you eat at Jezebel's table like the false prophets. You'll never move into what God designed for you to do. You'll remain at Jezebel's table and that'll cause you to toil for a lifetime. Think about that. Now being a believer, you're under grace with gifts. Why sit ye here in toil? Why sit there and toil? Why be afraid? Have faith in God. That's what Hebrews 11 and 6 says. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. You don't got to toil. You just have to ask God, what is in my storehouse? What is in my storehouse? And ask Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you. Move on it. Say amen to that. Let's go over to Matthew 6, 24 through 33. And it reads, No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for the body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than ramen? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. 
Are ye not much better than they? Now, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit into his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or whether withal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You see, toiler have you stressed out, have you over there popping pills, have you worried and perplexed? Now you gotta go detox. But Christ said he came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's only the enemy that wants to pressure you with the law, stealing your faith. Have you toiled and not step out on faith? Toil not, toil not. We gonna wake up the church today. You saying, yeah, but Pastor Michael, I gotta eat. You know, you don't like getting up early in the morning, getting up in all that traffic, halfway getting to work that you ain't even graced to do. But the word of God said, take no thought, take no thought, take no thought what you should eat. How about the meat of the word? How about that? Look, Jesus didn't toil. So why should you? When you become a believer, you no longer have to toil. God is the provider for us all. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have to work, but you don't have to toil. God has put those gifts inside of you. And as a believer, you just ask God for the favor to work in your gifting. Ask him, what's in my storehouse? What did you create me to do? And as he gives you that answer of the gifts that are inside of you, do like Jesus did with those two fish and five loaves in the wilderness and raise those gifts up to God and say, thank you, Lord, for giving me these gifts and giving me grace and favor to work these gifts in the marketplace. I just give them back to you and I ask that you bless them each and every day. And I thank you for providing for me, providing for my family and allowing me to give into your kingdom. In Jesus name, amen. So like I said before I close, so you can go back to sleep or go to work or do whatever you do. Remember Christ died, taking the tea out of toil, giving us that fresh oil, we're under the new covenant, y'all. And as a believer in him, we move, we live, and we have our being. There is freedom in Christ. Freedom in Christ Jesus. We're free to move about without toil. So no, Jesus did not toil going to the cross. He had faith. We don't have to toil either. We must have faith and just believe in the gifts that God gave us. God said to be fruitful and to multiply. Just like he told the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea. Let's be fruitful and multiply. Let's get out of the fear that traps us into toiling and let's move by faith. You see, when Peter said, Master, we toiled all night long, and he said, away from me, for I'm a sinful man. He knew that he was practicing under the curse of the law. But when Jesus shows up, the toil is over. There's no more toil in Christ. Notice as he said, cash out your nets to catch that drought. They didn't have bait or hook. We don't have to have bait or hook as we use our gifts in faith because Jesus is the meat, the meat of the word. Jesus did not toil, why should you? Amen, I hope this helps you, I hope this blesses you. Be blessed, amen. Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show, Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show, Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed.
Hey, if you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated and empowered with the word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, TrinityStoneChristianFellowship.org and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening.
Hey, look, go and follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.net. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the inspired by faith broadcast. Well, it's been real mighty mikey mike has to take off i have to go i gotta do something else but i pray that you all be blessed blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed when you come and blessed when you go be blessed amen hey tune in to the on demand inspired by faith broadcast it is a new wave of faith-based radio listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net that's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net